grief. You have joined us for a hot, hot, hot time on Talking Nuts episode 17. That's right, we are chronicling the 50 years of Charles Schultz, magnum opus, the newspaper peanut strip. It's going to take us 12 and a half years. I am in for the long haul there. Hopefully, there's a man on the other end of this line who is also in for the duration. I'm here, Chief. I'm here. Good, Woo! Good to hear. <laughs> I answered quickly that time. You did. So, 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 you know, different Put my fears gag. to rest. Fears to rest. Yeah. How you been, Parky? Like, I'm good. It's like uh, I, I listen. I've been listening to a couple of podcasts this week, and the, the same thing sort of happens when there's that two people on it, like, and obviously they're not in the same room, and there's yes. that 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 slight hold. And there was one. It was a podcast called Empire, um, right. and it's just it's just a podcast about the British Empire. It's very good. And uh, the guy does the same thing in that he pauses for ages, and it's yeah, 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 much better pause than mine. And you know, yeah. he's, he's, you know, he, and he's paid a lot of money to, to pause um, as well, uh, but very good. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, mean, I don't know, I've not listened to it, but I'm telling you now, yes, his pause is better than yours. <laughs> yeah, um, it's quite niche. It's quite niche. Um, yeah, I'm good, cheap. I have to admit, like whenever I come um, and prepare uh, for this for this podcast, the, the hardest thing I always have to think about is how's my week been because I you know I'm so I'm so conditioned to answering that in such a generic way you know when people are like you know oh, how's your week been I'm like, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah because when well. in in general flow of conversation they don't want to know they're just asking right. it asking it as a nicety they're like don't actually tell me what you've been up to just say yeah it's been fine <laughs> exactly yeah but exactly. here <laughs> I'm actually want to know you want to know what I've been up to yeah um and you know I could give you a a, a blow by blow account of my week it's been a good week it's been seven out of ten um Ooh, strong yeah you know uh, I've, I've had I've, there's been no dramas I've, I've enjoyed it uh good. despite despite various things but like you know it's like you know do you pick like these grand things that i've been doing i've not been doing any grand things no. but like potentially grand things or is it like pick out a small thing that happened this week and sort of kind of blow it up into something big but yeah all i'm going to say to you chief is i've been so heavily conditioned into this just generic response to you know to get the small talk out of the way and move into the meat of whatever's i'm talking to this person about i don't yes. talk to many people in the week <laughs> no. um <laughs> apart from you and, and lucy <laughs> not the lucy and bella yeah. um I, I talk to my dog quite a bit it's a strong trio yeah yeah so tell me about your week i want to know how the uh, the greg's and weatherspoons based diet is coming on obviously no more Greg's, uh, unfortunately, to say. Um, I did go to Morrison's and have two steak and ale pasties, which I ate as I walked around Morrison's, <laughs> uh, which was interesting. Uh, and then I, and that was at about eight o'clock in the morning, I think, or eight thirty in the morning. Yes. And I did them in about five minutes. And then Weatherspoons based, I did go yesterday for a breakfast, but that's the first time in five days. Oh, okay. So yeah, you got out uh, the I habit. Think, I think. I think the fact that. Uh, one evening when I ran down the road to Little Sainsbury's on the corner just to get some snacks for the evening and I felt like my heart was going to explode, uh, I thought maybe I should just lay off the Weatherspoons a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, th- I think so. I'm, I'm, glad to, I'm glad to hear. Um, I'm glad to hear that you have a wee bit. Yeah. But also, you know, you've substituted that with um, Morrison's yes. steak bakes. Uh, it's interesting that you've got two because, I mean, I've only ever... It was in a in... two-pack. It was in a two-pack. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> in answer to, you know, your question. So it's not that interesting. No. Um, no, I, I, you know, I've only lived in one town where Morrison's has been the kind of the default supermarket. Sure. I used to live um, in, down in Camborne in Cornwall right. for six months. And Morrison's was, was my default 
was my default supermarket. So that's where I had yep. to go shopping. Otherwise, it is like a longer drive or, or whatever. And also Morrison's was, you know, cheap. But the one thing I did like about Morrison's was it's it like it, it just bangs out these two for one offers mm. like, like constantly. Yeah. Um, we're not sponsored by Morrison's, by the way, um, no, but Morrison's yet. if but Morrison's if you're listening, um, because yeah, and like it, and it they change each week. They'd be different, so it, it meant you you've got variety into your diet as well. Um, so I really appreciated um, that, and you know, and Morrison's is obviously from the north of England, so they brought down this kind of northern um, this northern way of. <laughs> of way get, of get selling food in a supermarket. <laughs> get, get, get a I mean, I don't know where you were going there, Parky, but... <laughs> No, me neither. <laughs> I'm a fan of Morrison's. I like Morrison's as a, as a supermarket. Um, I would probably choose it over Sainsbury's or Tesco. I think. Oh, nice. Yeah, I do like their faux market area that they do. Yes. Um, yeah, because yeah. we do have we did have a Morrison's in Herne Bay when I used to live there. Like, it wasn't default. Aldi was default. Morrison's was like to get the extra bits. You know. Quick um, question, Spitball, off the top of your head. How many different locations have you lived in? Oh, crikey. Oh, like loads. Like loads. Off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, I want a number rather than just a few or loads or some. Try and 20? Yeah, I'd probably, like, since, since, since I was 18, I reckon 20. Like, uh, yeah, I reckon 20, possibly at least. Sure. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to, I'm going to tally that. Tally that and I'll tally it as well. Uh, I think yeah. you would have beat me, uh, but we'll, we'll tally up next week uh, to see yeah. who has lived in the most properties. The most properties. Uh, what is yeah. there a time limit? So it's like at least for like kind of two weeks or something. Yeah, two weeks min. All right, two weeks min. Two yeah, weeks yeah. Min. that's yeah. great. Yeah, when I lived in Colorado, I, had to, I stopped off. I stayed in one one place and then had to move after two weeks. Same thing happened when I lived in Buffalo. So, and yes. in fact, I lived in three places there. Um, yeah. So okay. yeah, oh yeah, I reckon easily more than twenty. Easily more than 20. All right, we're tally up, we're tally up. Uh, okay, cool. What I'm doing today, though, is going to, uh, it's called the Heart of Gaming in Croydon. It's a free play cafe, a free play arcade cafe. So you pay 20 quid to get in, and they've got like 100 plus arcade machines, and you just go nuts for seven hours. Oh, that's amazing. Is that the place with the pinball? Have they got the, there's a pinball uh, place in Croydon. There is, there is a pinball place. I don't think that is it, but mm-hmm. mm, I shall report back next week. Oh mate, I'm I'm very excited to hear that. Yeah, we yeah. have two game we have two gaming cafes in in um in Ramsgate, such a small town. Right. So, yeah, things go on here. I swear to yeah. God. Yeah. Nice. nice. God. What what game are you looking for, Eddie, in particular? Um, Sega Rally think... and Street Fighter oh, yeah. Two. Classics. So, but I will play. I'll play anything. I think they've got all old consoles hooked up to like CRTs as well, which is exciting me. Yeah. I've, is is Street Fighter Two the one that has Dal Sim? Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. I, I, used to, I had a massive argument with a mate once. Um, my mate Brookie. Yep. It wasn't really an argument, but I was convinced it was called Dar- he was called Dalism. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I wish he was. <laughs> I thought it was he wasn't just a person. He was like a vibe and like a, a movement yeah. almost. You know, yeah. this, he's not he's not just one person, Brookie. He is, mm. um, you know, he is like a he's a religion. Yeah, he's a yeah. he's a he's a theism. Mm. Um, but no, it wasn't. <laughs> I got it wrong. He's called Dalsim. Yes, um, yes. There's one. What was the what was the computer game where you would fight on levels? It was like a kung fu game, and you'd fight on levels. It's the first time I ever heard of Melbourne was in this computer game because one of the levels was in Melbourne, and I remember that. Fight you'd on often, levels. Yeah, you'd be like on a level, and literally the, the goal was to, to, to as in all computer games, just to hit the button as quickly as you can. Right. Um, and there would be like you'd have like obviously sometimes there'd be like five people would come in a row. And all we yes. have to do is like kick twice, and all five would fall off at the same time. Right. 
it's a very it was very early i'm, I'm thinking like kind of like late 80s here on um, the home console on a, on a computer like a c64 or something or you might have been able to get it on the c64 but where i saw it most was in like um arcades all oh, right okay yeah, yeah. um and i can't, I can't no. remember maybe it's double dragon one. not double dragon. yes that was it okay it was double yeah. dragon yeah okay you can play two it's two players you can have two players or, or one player and you yeah, fight yeah. through different levels different enemies and then at the end you have to fight each other uh, yeah yeah that sounds right that sounds yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah. anyway thanks for that there thanks for that trip that's right that's all right down memory lane and um, that's what for me and forever that is what melbourne the city australia's joint biggest city will always be famous for yeah well, actually, I'm not sure Melbourne did feature in Double Dragon, but we'll do some we'll do some desk research on that. <laughs> then it's not Double I Dragon. I didn't, no, else. I didn't want to burst your bubble or me be wrong, so one of us is wrong. But anyway, yeah. we'll do some desk research. Cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen, talking of desk research, actually, this is not desk research at all. Well, Mark thinks he has done. A friend of the show, Mark, said and has done some desk research because we said in a strip last week there was a there was a strip where. Um, Charlie Brown was on a sled with Snoopy pulling him. He's going mush mush, and then he bumps into Violet and Shermie, and he's saying mush mush. And then the last panel was Charlie Brown on the deck. Shermie socked him one in the face, and he says, "What did I do?" And we were like, "What did he do?" We don't really know. And Mark has uh, posted that he says, "I think Shermie thinks Charlie Brown is teasing him for being romantic by saying mush mush, as in you're being too mushy." Yeah, that's one hundred percent it. That is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's nailed it there. Well done, Mark. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I tell you what. Now, now that we said that, let's uh, check to see if we've got any emails coming. Your favourite segment <laughs> of the show. Uh, we talk peanuts at gmail dot com to get hold of us, or talking peanuts on Twitter, formerly or X, formerly Twitter, or talking nuts on Instagram. I'm clicking the button right now. Go. No, the receipt for our um, podcasting platform is due. Ten bucks, uh, oh, and. God. A newscast letter, podcast letter from a generic podcasting platform thing. So no, no correspondence this week. All right, no, we're, 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 like, no, we're not going to do this section next week. We're going <laughs> to get his bills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but this does lead nicely into me asking you if you have a snack for the show. Peanut snacks for the show. We're going to eat some peanut snacks. Peanut snacks for the show. Gonna eat some peanut snacks. Oh yeah, peanut snacks on the peanut show. Gonna peanut show with the peanut snacks right now. Cool. I have a snack, um, and this is this is a great snack. So um, I don't have my phone with me. It's charging downstairs. Of course. Uh, <laughs> so um, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm, I'm one 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 week. I think it's maybe the last time I did the snacks. I um I had some peanuts, as you would assume. Yeah. And um, uh, and I and I rustled the bag too close to the mic, okay. and then when I listened back to the podcast, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm not going to do that again." So <laughs> apologies for any listeners of tinnitus um, for that, that, that week. Parky's so I'm, aggravated I'm, you there. <laughs> I'm very, <laughs> I'm very conscious not to rustle the bag near the mic. So if this doesn't sound too loud, does it? I'm quite, I'm quite far away. Can nah, you, you go for it. Okay, cool. So this is, um, so these, this is all the way from Berlin. This Ooh. snack. Um, so any of our German um, listeners out there, you, I don't know if you can pick these up from Lidl, um, but uh, it's so it's called Mr. Nuts Pretzel Peanut. It's, oh God, it's just one of those things where like there's just there's, they just put words onto the yes. packet. You're not and... sure what the brand is. You're not sure what the actual title of the product is. <laughs> no, you're not sure what the ingredients makes, are. Yeah, none of it makes sense, but you know what they are. So I mean, yes. like in a communication sort of way, they, they've got the ball over the net, uh, as it were. 
Um, so it's Mr. Nuts Pretzel Mini Bites Peanut Filling. Ooh, so when I first read good. it, it read like Mr. Nuts Pretzel Peanut Filling, but it's not. It's Mr. Nuts Pretzel Mini Bites Peanut Filling. They're new, according to the, um, the tag on the top. They have a picture of some Einstein-looking fella um on the front he's holding a pretzel in it looks like quite a weird way actually um yep. possibly not for our listeners who are under 18. um his glasses are weird he's got like one of them's like, like a round round lens the other one's a square lens um but he looks interested in what he's holding uh so that yeah i mean yeah these are these are berlin's finest pretzel snacks so i'm gonna open them up yes, please. <laughs> get on with it talking <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm a bit gutted. Firstly, at first sight, they are so they're not pretzel shaped. Oh, that's disappointing. I guess that's what I'm maybe pretzel mini bites. But I just thought that would be a smaller pretzel sure. mini bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so these are they're quite wide, and they're about what about just over an inch in length. They got yep. they got they got um, cracked salt on the outside, so they look like a pretzel from the outside, like a pretzel part of a pretzel stick. Okay, right, it's going in. Good crunch on them. Mm, really good crunch. Can't say enough about the salt. Right. Can't say anything <laughs> about, about the peanut filling. Oh, no. No, I'm getting something. Coming through on the back end. Coming through on the back end, um, as it were. Um, I'm going I'm to do, do three. Please do. Mm. The, the, um, the packaging will give you the impression that these are chock full of, of um, peanut butter. Okay. But they really the sad aren't. sad reality. They just taste like... If you didn't know that these were a peanut pretzel, you yep. would just think they're a normal pretzel. Gotcha. They are delicious, mm. but not in a peanut way. Okay. So well, that, that might lead us into some scores. So scores on the doors are... Yes. There's a little bit extra peanut in that last one. Okay, scores on the doors are as a snack... I do love a pretzel. They need to come with, like, you know, a drink. Okay. So, as a snack... Can you give I'm me four g- scores, then, please? Can you give me... Start off as a pretzel. As a pretzel? As a pretzel, I'll give it six out of ten. Sure. Yeah. As a snack, I'll give it seven out of ten. I'm not sure how, how these scores make any sense. <laughs> no, they don't. But anyway... <laughs> they make none. <laughs> <laughs> as a peanut-based snack... As a peanut-based snack, it's like, it's one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one. As a peanut yeah. strip, yes. Um, we've got a cartoon sort of image on the packet. Okay, yeah. Um, could be in, it's an adult though, so you wouldn't really get that in a peanut No. strip. So I'm going to give it a one out of ten as a peanut sure. strip. Okay. I mean, it's yellow. So it's got, it's got, I guess it's Charlie Brown yellow. Yeah. Um, yeah. And okay. it, what, is, there an, is there another one? No, that's all four. That's four scores. Yes. That's all you need. Yep. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah. That's all you need out of life. But if you're in Berlin um, and you're getting yourself like a Steiner or something, um, yep. yeah, I think it'd be a handy accompaniment to good. a two-pint to a two-pint drink. Yeah. Lovely cool. stuff. Um, very good, very good. Uh, I shall rustle up a snack for next week. But right now, we need to head headlong, headlong? D- dive deep headlong into... I don't know what those <laughs> words are. We're just going to talk about... February 1952 and I'm going to come up front and say this after what I thought was one of the poorest months ever in Peanuts history up to the point of reading January 1952 I say all is forgiven Charles M. Schultz because this is a fire fire month yeah 
It's a great month. I, I, I'd, I'd like I've got loads written down, Chief. Absolutely yeah. loads. And I mean, I don't have to go through it all, obviously. Um, but there is there is so much stuff in here. Um, yeah. I gave it <clears throat> I gave it a seven out of ten. Um, what I loved about this month was I think the Sunday format is is getting better. I think what sure. Schultz has done with the Sunday format is he's used the extra frames to really build up to the gag. It's not there's not too much flab, um, right. and there's a couple of those where he really kind of you really see it. It's like um, that the payoff is worth it in the end on the last frame. Um, I also found myself using Google a lot in this month. Right, um, I knew to... you would. I knew there was a few references in there, and I thought, I'll tell you what's happening right now. Parky's hitting up the desk research. I was de I desk researched a lot of um, yeah. a lot of a lot of references that are in in yeah. this month, and um, I and didn't because I knew you would. Perfect. <laughs> well, we can go we can go through them. Um, if I can read if I can read my notes. Um, what yeah. what rating did you give it for the month overall? Seven point five. Wow. Yeah. That's good. That is good. That's a seven point. A chief seven point five is yeah. a strong seven point five. That's like a normal man's ten. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Let me get a pen. Let me get a pen. <laughs> I love it. Right, okay. go on then. Fire away. Tell me. Tell me. Wait give give us some of your favourites. Normal man's ten. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. So where should we start? Uh, let's start with. Um, my two, all right, let's start. Just let's just go bang into my two favourite strips of the month. Okay, yeah, do it. Uh, <clears throat> so on the nineteenth of February, yeah, uh, there is Charlie Brown. He's in a deep squat, and he's got a blackboard with a chalk in his hand. Schroeder's sitting down, and he says, "See Schroeder, there's a cat, and he's drawn a cat, and it's kind of a face on cat, but there's no eye, so it looks like he's drawn a cat from the back for some reason." I don't know if he can't draw cat faces, but he's drawn a cat sitting down from behind, which immediately I thought was funny. Uh, he's got then, the, he's got the strongest thighs, I think, <laughs> in Minnesota. For sure, for sure. Yeah. And we'll find out later the heavier shoes. But yes. um, panel two, he's, he says, now I'll draw a dog. And he's kind of moved, the, the camera position's moved, so he's now in front of the blackboard. You can't see what he's doing. And into frames walks Snoopy with a little question mark over his head. He's like, what's going on here? In panel three, Charlie Brown has revealed his picture of a dog, which looks, <laughs> I don't know what it looks like, but it's not a dog. And he's got an exclamation <laughs> because, I mean, it only needed to be three panels. I think the fourth panel actually ruins it because the third panel is just Snoopy laughing at how badly Charlie Brown has drawn a dog. And then panel four is Snoopy still laughing in the background as Charlie Brown walks away with an embarrassed face. But you almost didn't need that fourth panel, but it's just the fact that Snoopy is just ridiculing Charlie Brown and knows what he's trying to do. And again, this speaks to the intellect of the dog that can perhaps talk and perhaps build his own kennel. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think I think I think you're largely right on, on the fourth panel. It is largely redundant. However, the 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 the, 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 the value add that there is is that we still see. We still Snoopy laughing, see Snoopy yes. still laughing. Yeah, 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 yeah fully. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's classic. Yeah, I had that one. Um, I, I had that oh, one. There's a great one about. next to it as well with the, with a new character. Uh, I say a new character, but anyway, let's uh, head to the February the 29th, which I think is my favourite. Charlie Brown on a rocking chair. On a rocking chair. Very short legs because his feet are only just coming over the seat, um, and he's happy, <laughs> smiling. Frown count is a uh, smile count is high here, and Lucy's come in. 
and she is oh sorry Violet sorry Violet's come in uh, and she says you look so comfortable Charlie Brown and then panel two he stopped rocking and she's in deep squat now look how deep her squat is incredible <laughs> and she says yeah. let me take your shoes off for you you'll be even more comfortable and this is kind of in a contradiction to many strips this month because there's many strips involving Violet and Charlie Brown where I've just called them woman's prerogative where she is just yeah. being mean and nasty to Charlie Brown uh, in yeah. a lot of them but here she's showing a softer side she wants to make him feel more comfortable I'll take your shoes off so panel three we see she's taking his shoes off he's got his nice socks on he's smiling again she says there isn't that better and then panel four he's literally gone over backwards <laughs> over the chair with a massive clunk and hit his speed <laughs> the big old speed straight on the floor he's got a tongue out I think he might be dead uh, but his shoes were so heavy that when she took them off, it, the counterbalance could not work and he, the chair fell over. This is one that I'm describing it and you people are like, what's he talking about? This is not funny. This is one you definitely need to read to find the gag. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's brilliant. And I'm going to make a confession here. Yeah. Um, I, I read up to the 28th of February thinking it's it. Okay. <laughs> and I was, I, was like, I was like, oh, I can't wait for next month to talk about this one. Okay. <laughs> and okay. it's leap year. Well, I read up to the 28th and I thought to myself, I wonder if it's a leap year. And I tried my luck and I oh, went wow. to 29. Yeah. Yes, this is, this is where you operate on a different level to me, Chief. Um, I just didn't think. I thought, oh, 28th. That's, 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 there's no way there's going to be a 29th of February. No, it never um, happens. It's never no, happened. no, it never happens. Um, yeah. And, and it sort of kind of helps explain why Charlie Brown can hold his squats so well. Um, yes. It's because his feet are keeping him affixed to the ground pretty well. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. favourite one of the month, that one. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's. I think that's going to move. I'm going to have to when I reassess my <laughs> top twenty. Um, I think both of those, the ones that you brought up there, are are right, sneaking, sneaking into my top. Yeah, sneaking okay. into my top twenty. Okay. Yeah, it's the, it's that stronger month this month. I think. Yeah. Um, that, right, what you got you know, for us? There's a lot floating. Well, do you know what? I, I I was just looking in through my um my notes, and I've made a note about the first six days. Well, let's just talk about them. Six strips. Let's talk about them. So a couple of just like kind of observations. And the first one is just kind of just going on on the um, the Charlie Brown squat is uh, frame two on the 1st of February. Yes. Uh, look how he, like he listens to music yeah. like that. I mean, it's fantastic. Well, he either listens in Rancho Relaxo or Deep Squat. It's two very well, polar opposites. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, I don't know. What, I don't know what he's thinking in the first one. Maybe, I'd like I'm, to think I'm, he can jump between those two in one motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he clearly can. I mean, look. Yeah. I mean, he's gone from one line to the second line. I mean, this yeah. is like ninja. <laughs> this is ninja reflex straight onto his haunches. Yeah. Um, uh, and it was my first Google of this. So I wanted to Google what song this was, and apparently it's a poem. Yeah. Um, and it's it didn't get many hits on Google. I think two. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's a very famous. I don't think it's a very famous yeah. thing. I didn't. Uh, the strip was the trip. The strip was quite good actually. It wasn't a bad one, but not one of my favourites. So I'm not going sure. to bring okay. it up. Yeah. Um, one thing I'd really like to know on the 2nd of February, and I just, just made a note, is like first frame, like Violet's kicking him out of the house. Out, yep. out, out. I don't ever want to see you again, Charlie. What has What's he done? What has he done? What has he done? Yeah. Maybe he's like kind of, you know, rejected one of her mud pies. Maybe. Um, I'm not too sure. Um, but anyway, we see the softer side of Violet at the end of that strip when um, Charlie Brown comes back in because he's forgotten his cap and she's like, oh, let's have a game of dominoes, which yeah, is great. I love the fact that they throw bones. Um, yeah, for sure. Do we call that throw bones or is that the dice? Throwing no, bones, bones is dominoes, yes. Bones, dominoes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, and then so on to the third, we're going to go to my first kind of favourite um, strip that I kind of want to speak about. It's a, it's a Sunday strip. 
Um, and it's I think it's one where we really see like Schultz using this kind of build up, using these frames to build up the gag. Um, yes. So it's, it's also uh, the last Sunday strip to use that particular Peanuts logo. Is it? Yes. If you look forward to the 10th yes. of February, you'll see a different logo. That is great observation. Different, different font on. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I've got some issues with that 10th of February one. I, I, was, okay. I was gutted because it's my birthday one. Um, right. But yeah, so on the on so the yeah the third of third of February starts off with a big panoramic peanuts um, frame. Uh, we have an image of some paint and some timber on the left hand side. Um, and then uh, Patty on the right-hand side, put that board right over there, you know, with an order and a finger pointing. Yep. Um, second frame, Patty still barking out the orders. Okay, Shermie, let's hop to it. No gold bricking on this job. I've written down um, gold bricking because that is something I want to use in everyday parlance. <laughs> I know. I've got gold bricking as well. Let yep. me just finish this frame. We've got Charlie Brown. He's got an exasperation or effort tongue out here. Um, yes. He's holding some timber, not with her around. So Shermie's out of frame here, and Charlie Brown's got this long bit of timber that he's he's really. I mean, he really needs to start carrying that in the middle rather than at one end. He'll probably. Well, what it, it says to me is, look, the end of it is not dragging on the ground, so he's very strong. He's very strong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't need. He doesn't need to be putting in that much effort. No. Um, so gold bricking is. I love this word because it's it's. Um, it's one of those words that I never really knew what it meant. And it's in, you know, in the Big Lebowski, that famous scene. Yes. I think the first time I ever heard gold brick in use was Walter, Walter Sochek in the Big Lebowski, yep. where he, he pulls um, the Big Lebowski out of his wheelchair and says, <laughs> this guy walks. I don't think so sure of anything in my life. And then just drops him on the floor. Um, and he calls him a gold bricker there. So a gold bricker is someone who looks like they're putting in an effort, but is really slacking off. Yes, um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, yeah, I love that. I'm going to refer to my work colleagues as gold brickers. I think. Um, so um, so yeah. Then the third frame, we see um, we see Shermie and Charlie Brown, and they're lifting what looks like three or four planks of wood. Yep. Again, Patty is barking out the orders. Bring the rest of the lumber over here on the double, and yeah. uh, Charlie Brown's like, "Phew, I'm ready to drop." Um, then in the next frame, we see that Violet has joined in, barking out some orders. All right, Charlie Brown, put that beam in place. And then Charlie Brown, expert DIY at the, the tender age of four or five, whatever he is. Um, and then he's like, I thought I heard the dinner bell. <laughs> and then the next frame, you've got Patty They ignore again. that. They're like, no, they just ignore that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know these guys need to unionise. And who's ringing a dinner bell out in the park? <laughs> Uh, I think Charlie Brown must be hallucinating by this point. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I imagine they're withholding f food and water until they get the job done. <laughs> For sure. These these uh, these sweatshop uh, uh, owners here. So let's let's go, you guys. Try to try to work faster. Maybe a little yeah. bit of softening of tone there. Try to work faster, not yeah. work faster. But yeah. and then Charlie Brown's like, <laughs> that girl should be in charge of the salt mines. The salt. I've written down salt mines as well. Oh, I didn't. Incredible. I didn't desk grease. I didn't desk research that one. I'm not too sure what. Um, no. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he's like, yeah, Shermie, look out for my hands. Shermie's got like a, he's got an effort tongue out. Um, yeah. The hammer is all the way back. I mean, he's yeah. got to be, he's, he's yeah. must have great hand-eye coordination I mean, if there. he were to hit Charlie Brown's hand from there, there's something wrong with his eyesight. Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> but I love that the nail's already bent. So like, yeah. this isn't going to go well. No. Anyway, um, next frame, it's Violet. When you're through sawing Charlie Brown, you can start painting. Charlie Brown's start got Start in painting. Start, start, oh yeah, start in painting. Yeah. What is that? Start in um, on it. Yeah. Start in on it. So Charlie Brown's got the sweat beads flying off. This is February, so you know he's 
he's working hard yeah. um, to have sweat beads outdoors in February in just shirt and shorts. Um, but he's got the saw going. I mean, great style, Charlie Brown. Yeah. So the next frame is the penultimate frame. Um, Shermie and, and Charlie Brown are, are, are slouched against the the tree. Um, Shermie still managed to hold up his own weight. Um, he's got a few. Charlie Brown's got a gasp, gasp. They both got like kind of exasperation or, or tired tongues out. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then Patty's like, well, that finishes it. And then Violet's, I'll get the signs. And then the last frame is you see this beautiful structure that they've made. And it just says, girls club, no boys allowed. And then Charlie and Charlie Brown and Shermie uh, looking at it uh, with just kind of like perplexed faces. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Very small them. clubhouse they've built there. But... Very small clubhouse, yeah. And I wonder if they tricked them in the beginning because Charlie Brown and Shermie surely would have asked what they're being help, what they're helping to build, not helping to build, what they are being told to build. Yeah. Uh, maybe they didn't. Maybe they said, "Oh, it's just going to be a clubhouse," and they didn't tell them. That- yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon that's probably the the line, isn't it? They they didn't lie, but they were kind of they yeah. they sort of were. Now this uh, this is what a Sunday strip should be. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's a great Sunday strip. This really, yeah. This is the best Schultz Sunday strip. Definitely so not far. gold bricking on this one not gold bricking the other things that i like are the fact that um that patty and and violet are good with their apostrophes like they've got girls club up there yes um so they know where to stick their apostrophe yeah. um big big fan of that um yeah and, and and it yeah it is a small clubhouse it looks a bit like a um an outdoor toilet doesn't it? um but, but <laughs> yeah. still yeah yeah that's sorry that's that's a long one like in sunday strips is is yeah. is um it's a, it's a laborious one for the podcast but yes. yeah worth it in the end 24th of February is another Sunday strip and I, I, re- I quite like the strip basically it's the kids and they're inventing a game they could play and they're going to go to Africa and have crocodiles and there's going to be cannibals and bazookas it's actually really fun as they play out the strip and in the end they're like uh, that'll be fun game and he's like now nah, let's play something else as they actually <laughs> play the game it's actually a fun strip but I really like panel one and two together um, because <laughs> panel one with the peanuts logo in it, it's the landscape panel Charlie Brown full-on rancho relaxed so he's lying down hand under the tree hands behind his head eyes closed uh still listening in to them because shermy says he's he's uh standing up perched against the tree and he says i long for excitement and patty sat down big smile on her face says and adventure and romance then charlie brown's woken up with a sleepy look on his face and he says i don't blame either one of you you're both pretty young <laughs> charlie brown he's a less- world traveled man it's, it's, it's lesser seen white shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I like this, and I tell you what. What I like about this one is this is this is you know a lot of a lot of peanuts strips, and we've said this on num- number of occasions before. Is is like these these kids aren't kids; they're they're, they're adults, like yeah. with, with yeah, in the shape of kids. But this is a kids. This is kids acting as kids. This is what you used to do as kids, wasn't it? You would just sort yes. of kind of you would describe what you were going to do whilst you were doing it. And then after, and that, and, that, and that would be the game. And then it's like, well, let's start the game. It's like, well, no, we sort of, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, let's do something else. Um, let's go back then, because you had the first six strips. So let's look at the fourth, fifth, and sixth. Yeah, yeah. So um, a, a fourth is again just a, uh, it's just an observation because this is another Google one. Had mm. to Google who Albert Albert Pison Tahoon was. Yeah, because Charlie Brown's uh, reading to Snoopy, isn't he? He's reading he to. Says, just for once, can't we read something besides Albert? pace and tahoon yeah and, and so i was Al- like well i don't know who he is but parky will google it i did i did i just researched who he was and he uh he was a, an author journalist and dog breeder um who used to write extensively about his colleagues sure 
yeah, okay. yeah. So, yeah, I thought it would be something like that. I eh? mean, that is a niche gag that a lot of people would not have understood or laughed at, even back in 1952. It, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe we might get a later one. Unless this guy it... was world famous in 1952. I don't know. I think there's probably a lot of cultural references um, that we're too young for, Chief. You know, we yes. are we are still, you know, in our in our prime. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was that was that one. Um, the fifth. So I like the fifth just because it just rings true in my daily life. So we, what we've got is we've got we've got um, Shermy and Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown's holding up what looks like a can of something. Yep. Um, and he's like, what do the directions say? And Shermy's reading the can. And he says, tear off the outside wrapper and throw it away. So now, Charlie Brown tears quick, off the outside quick wrapper. Inter- quick interjection here. Do we think that A, Charlie Brown can't read, or B, he's lazy, or C, he just wants Shermy involved in this project? <laughs> I think all are valid interpretations. <laughs> okay, sure. sure, sure. <laughs> Carry on. So Charlie Brown, he's ripped off the wrapper and thrown it away. And Charlie Brown's like, then what? And then uh, Shermie's like, just a minute. He then walks over to the wrapper that Charlie Brown has thrown away and then keeps reading the instructions. And he says, next, open top of can and remove contents. And yep. it just makes me think how often, and I don't know whether this is something that happens to everyone or it's just me, that I will read the cooking instructions on something yep. and I'll start cooking and then I'll have to keep returning to the bin to look at the cooking instructions. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll away. tell you how many people, 100% of people do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's such a thing, um, and it, yeah, that really kind of yeah, that really rung yeah. true that one. And look like at this; it must have been a wrapper that you had to you had to fold out because look how big it is it's on the ma- floor. It's massive. You had to like unfold it like a newspaper, like a map. <laughs> yeah, he's got a map of instructions for this Campbell's soup. Yeah, get that back together. Um, and yeah, so I like I like the sixth as well. The day after, so we've got um, uh, Charlie Brown. He's facing a blackboard with like a maths puzzle on there. Um, and it says uh, seven plus six minus four, seven over six yep. minus four over three. And he says, why do I always get the hardest problems? <laughs> um, it's quite amusing to start with, but I guess he's young. I can forgive him. Um, he's got a chalk in his hand. Don't know who he's talking to here, no. but he says, let's see if our it's, team has It's like seven. when he's in the bath and he's talking to the reader. <laughs> it is. He's yeah, turned yeah, to yeah. face the reader. Turn to face the reader. If, let's see if, we, if, if our team, so he starts to kind of, he puts his mind... To, to work here so this shows a good level of intelligence yeah for sure he says let's see if our team had seven and we scored a touchdown but failed to convert we'd have 13 correct um and then and then so on the four minus three he's like and if i par on a hole is four and you get a birdie you're one under and then boom he sold both of those those puzzles which he couldn't do at the start or sums yep. um and he's used sport to do it i love it and it's like it's like um it's like uh, darts, isn't it? As an as a as a way to improve your maths. There you go. And the same yeah. the same thing happens on on the 9th of February. Just he, he's walking with Shermie to school. He's got one of his cool hats on. He's like hut two, hut two, hut three, hut four, or hut two, three, four. And he's like hut two, three, four, third frame. Hurry up, you guys! You'll be late for school. Says Patty as she looks back at Shermie and Charlie Brown. And he says three minus three minus two is hut. I mean one. Again, using sport. <laughs> To help with his maths, yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah oh, just just, just just a note back on that fifth well, uh, fifth of February where he's reading the can and he's got the instructions. Um, not too happy with Charlie Brown littering, to be honest. But no, no, oh yes, you brought this up before, Chief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Casually throwing, away throwing that wrappers. litter away. Yeah. Seventh yeah, uh, yeah. of February, classic Snoopy. We've seen him do some <laughs> modifications to his to his house before. 
Charlie Brown and Patty are there, and Patty's got a question mark as Snoopy walks by. Panel two, she says, what's he acting so snobbish for? Then panel three, Charlie Brown says, I think he's because he's moved to a hotel. Charlie Brown's in his full-on old man granddad get up here. Um, and then Patty says, a hotel? <laughs> and then they see in panel four, uh-huh, uh, as Charlie Brown, as Snoopy has built uh, onto, <laughs> onto his kennel one of those kind of uh, awnings, not an awning, what's it? What's like a, it is an awning, it's like a reception awning. Called? Like, oh, like yeah. you see outside a hotel where they have the... the, yeah. the, 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 the the um, not gazebo, you know, the covering, the covering, the covering. Yeah, it's usually yeah. Um, if you're seeing like a movie and someone falls out of a window, it's what they land on. Yeah, um, yeah that, before that. they they hit the yeah. ground and then walk away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thinking of airplane, uh, there. not airplane, naked gun. Oh, I love it. Naked yeah. gun, and then he gets mauled by the lion. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> come out of the zoo. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do another one, and I'm gonna send it yeah, back do to it. you. Do uh, it. Is Charlie Brown stupid? It's a question that I will ask you after we read February the 11th. Violet uh, says, how are the pancakes, Charlie Brown? And Charlie Brown is sat at the lowest table <laughs> in the world. And he's going chomp, chomp as he eats a pancake. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, they're fine, I guess. Uh, do you really make them yourself? He says in panel two. And then in panel three, she says, well, I didn't exactly make them. Uh, and he's still eating. He's like, chomp, chomp. All right. And in panel four, she says, I just cut them out of an old blanket. And he's like, ugh, face. So all that time for three panels, he thought he wasn't eating blanket. He thought he was eating pancakes. Yeah. Says something about Violet's kind of cooking, doesn't it? I mean, like, Maybe her culinary skills. Maybe she's put so many condiments and sauce on that that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Over, over bakes, you know, yeah. to get a bit chewy. Yeah. yeah. Well, plenty of fibre in it, at least. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Good. Go on. What, what else? Got? Right, I've got. So I'm just going to go back to the 10th of Feb, just because it is. A, it was another desk research one. Um, yes. I'm going to gloss over the, uh, you know, the trivialization of the ethnic cleansing of an entire continent, yep. um, which is the theme of this one. However, um, let's not get too. Uh, let's not get too deep. Pike's Peak. This is so basically. This is a Sunday strip. Charlie Brown is. He's going wagons west. Um, he's got Snoopy as his horse, and he's got his wagon. And it looks like, yeah, so it's something out of a cowboy film, essentially. He's a cowboy, he's got a gun and a holster. Um, but in, on his wagon, it says Pike's Peak. And so I was like, oh, is Pike's Peak a place? And it is a place, Chief. Right. I'll tell you where it is. It's one of the tallest mountains in the Rockies. In Minnesota? It, in, no, it's in Colorado. So he's, oh, right. he's got, I mean, poor Snoopy. Yeah. <laughs> Snoopy, <laughs> like, he's got a smile on his face there, but I guess they're just starting out. I mean, this is kind of Trailer Tears style um, uh, length of journey. And then... Uh, he's going down the Swanson River. So I googled Swanson River. Where's that? It's in Alaska. So right, it looks like they're starting in Alaska and they're <laughs> heading down to Colorado, which is technically an eastern direction. And also, Alaska was like I think the the, the penultimate state to be colonized by the Americans. Right. Um, and so, you know, I mean, he, you know, this is all all out of all out of sync. He's going. I hope they've got a lot of provisions in that um, in that wagon he's got. But if you look at the third to last panel bottom row left it doesn't look like his wagon's full with anything no no it's just got nothing it's got nothing in fact very very naive um journey this yeah. Yeah. Um, i don't think he really knows what's what, what's coming um so yeah that was just uh uh one that i thought yeah just because that's a lot of desk research there i like the references you know me i like just kind of see oh, sure. what's that what's that in real life yeah. um big fan of the 16th of february well listen i was about to say i bet parky likes the 16th 16th i tell you what i'm gonna i'm gonna group two together the 16th and the 26th because okay, yep. i think what we see with these two are just classic cocky charlie brown 
Um, or at least we see this side of him that's a little bit kind of less kind of insecure, I guess. Um, so the first frame, so this is the 16th of February. Um, we're back in the snow. We see Violet, Patty and Charlie Brown in the frame. Patty says to Charlie Brown, we can't play with you anymore, Charlie Brown. And then Violet says to him, our mother says that you're too much of a roughneck. <laughs> Charlie Brown, hands on his heart. He's like, me? A roughneck? Third frame, he's bent slightly forward, hands still on his heart, like he's like yep. he can't contain himself. Yep. They said that about me? You mean me? Charlie Brown? A roughneck? Me? You mean me? And in the fourth, the fourth frame, we see Charlie Brown walking away from the girls, massive smile on his face. Yep. Yep. And Patty's like, I've never seen anyone look so happy. Because we know that Charlie Brown wants he longs, to be a roughneck. He longs to be a roughneck. Longs to be a roughneck. What's the other big-time operator as well? To be a big-time operator. And here he's a roughneck. So the 26th, the 26th really made me chuckle, actually. So this is this is a classic kind of... We've not seen this 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 gag in a while, I don't think. Not in a few months, but it was a it was kind of like a, a mainstay of, of Schultz's early peanuts where we see Charlie Brown ripping into... And mocking Patty, there's a you know there's a lot less kind of Charlie Brown Patty interaction as we move on. Like there's a bit more Charlie Brown Violet stuff, and we we've seen as we said last month like a bit of a reintroduction of Shermie. But I do love like the Patty and Charlie Brown interactions. I think they're great. And so in the first frame, this is the 26th of February. In the first frame, we see Patty sitting down in a grump, um, arms on her knees. Charlie Brown looking sort of kind of curious to what's going on. She says, "I'm mad." And then she turns around, uh, she, um, we, we next see is her pointing to a doll in what looks like a pram. Yep. And she says, I've got a new doll and none of the girls has come to see it. Charlie Brown's still looking perplexed, looking at the doll, probably thinking of his gag. And then it comes out and he's like, hands in his pockets as she, as she picks up the doll from the pram. And he's like, well, what did you expect? A baby shower. I love that gag, Charlie Brown. And then you see full frame him running off. Um, we're saying th things like that just come to me out of a clear sky. And he's running off smiling and Patty's chasing him like, and she's about to thwack him with the doll. Yeah, right. Uh, she's about to yeah. smash him with the doll. <laughs> I love it. Love that gag. Love that Charlie Brown vibe. I do want to give a special mention to a new character. Well, it's not a new character. It's a character we've seen on multiple occasions, but it's a character called Olsen. And, yes. Um, they're on the ice. Uh, you see Violet and Patty and Charlie Brown. They've got their hockey sticks and the puck. And Charlie Brown says, Patty, you'll be right wing. And he says, panel two, Violet will be left wing and Olsen will be goalie. And the two girls are going to say, Olsen? And Charlie Brown says, uh-huh. And then you cut to panel four and there's two cans on the ice and there's someone holding a big goalie hockey stick with gloves on. And it's our old friend, the snowman. Olsen, the snowman. Olsen, the snowman. <laughs> I, I love I mean how big is that goal considering yeah. we've got we've got someone who is static that is that is a big hockey goal and also big I love the fact goal. that Olsen's got like a, his glove up um, yeah. like He's about to catch big, one out of the air like one of these yeah one of these four year old kids is going to be able to hit that puck to, to, on the level that's going to get that puck in the air um, at that height yeah great but big yeah, I love that Olsen, one, yeah. yeah. unfortunately he's the right way up today is the right way up, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would have been easy to score against him, like you know, just play along the ground if he'd been yes. yeah. inverted. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked, I liked the, tw I liked the twenty fifth of the second purely because it's so it's Charlie Brown um, in his in a kind of like 
mock barber shop and he's given he's given Snoopy a, a shampoo. I like that just because we know that Charles Schultz, his dad, was a, a barber. Um, so I just kind of like those kind of wee personal references For sure. um, yep. in it. The last sort of two I want to kind of go through, um, it, they're like back-to-backs and they're the 27th and the 28th. Okay, yep. Um, and it's just about... Charlie oh yeah, Brown's, these are funny. These are funny. Charlie Brown's exasperation with Violet talking about her dreams, and it is a thing. I think. I think. Um, oh god, I don't want to. I don't want to sort of ascribe traits to certain genders, but a lot of a lot of women I know like to talk about their dreams. Yes. Um, Lucy, not the Lucy, likes to talk about her dreams. Um, I'm not quite as um, impatient with 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 uh, as Charlie Brown with with it, but anyway, it's sort of, so it sort of kind of kind of hit home a wee bit. But anyway, so we see in the first frame, Violet. She's got a chair in her hand, like she's about to bring it up so she can sit and talk to Charlie Brown, who's already looking a bit miffed. Uh, and Violet says, "And then I, and then I dreamed I was climbing a stairway, um, but suddenly I began to fall." She says as she's perched on the end of the chair. And then Charlie Brown says, "I can't stand people who tell me their dreams." <laughs> he's really, he's really annoyed. I love, I, I love, we got, yeah. I love, we've got this niche aspect of charlie brown you can't stand people talking about their dreams um and then violet's like interested in her own story whereas charlie brown's clearly looking away not interested and then before i knew it i was in the garden <laughs> he's like why do they have to go into so much detail yeah <laughs> um do you suppose that means anything at all charlie brown he stands up and walks away he goes absolutely it means you were asleep <laughs> I, just, I just i just love it and i think there's probably something about um maybe that is like a charles schultz trait I like to think this is this yeah. is very much Charles Schultz, and then uh, so you know often we don't we don't see many back to back same theme strips in in Peanuts. Right. It happens every now and then, and this is one of those times. So now we see Charlie Brown sitting down reading the book, and he's like he sees Violet, and he's like uh oh, and so Violet's back talking about her dreams, and he's like let me tell you about this dream I had, Charlie Brown, and he's like why do people always have to tell me about their dreams? I love that look, rather than just place the book down on the floor, he's thrown it away <laughs> as if to say, this is going to go on. And Violet's like, arms out. She's sat down. She's found a chair from somewhere. Yeah. Um, he's like, I thought I saw this man on a great white horse. And one of the reasons I love these two strips is, and then he says, oh no, I can't stand it. And I can't stand it is, is, is a, it becomes a classic Charlie Brown For sure. um, catchphrase. Isn't it? I can't stand it. He's got, he's got his I can't stand it tongue out. And Violet's pointing at him, and suddenly he galloped towards me, and it was you, Charlie Brown. And then Charlie Brown now is interested because um, he's got his like his his uh, his sweetheart has told him, yes. Um, and he spun around on his chair, and he's like, yes. And now he's interested. Um, but yeah, just I like those two. Don't tell me about your dreams unless I feature in them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a lesson for us all. <laughs> yeah. Life lessons from Chuck. Life lessons from Chuck. Yeah, yeah. that was me. That was a busy month, Chief. Did Very you have any more? Uh, no, I mean we could probably talk about them all, but um, yeah, yeah, we'll let the yeah. listeners go on with their daily lives. So yeah, yeah that was um, really good month. Really good month. Looking forward to March. Parky even got an added bonus by realizing that February the 29th. Actually, <laughs> would have been funny if I hadn't have talked about that one, and he'd have opened the show next week by saying about that one, um, and it wouldn't. Yeah, that would have done. Can we edit? Can we edit the podcast? No, we can't, to make that, that actually wouldn't be that funny either. So, no, no you're right. right no. I'll just go back to like the, the slightly longer pause gag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the jokes out at the start. Okay. Um, All right, listen, mate. if you want to hit us up, you can. It's talking, we talk peanuts at gmail.com, talking peanuts on X, and talking nuts over on Instagram. 
weekly episodes coming out every Tuesday at 7am if we can get them out in time, so no excuse there. If you want to read along, you should be reading along. You can do that via the Cannon Gate Luxury Books. Parker, you're going to need to be buying one in, well, no, in how long? In you've got 10 months, which is 10 weeks. Oh, 10 weeks you got till you have to buy a new book. 10 weeks, yeah, yeah, yeah. But a bit earlier, I like to do a bit of. I like to do a bit of. That's a lovely ahead, Christmas so. present, Lucy. Uh, not the Lucy. If you're listening, maybe you can buy Parky 1953 to 1954 as a Christmas present. Yeah, That'd yeah, be nice. yeah, yeah. Very good, yeah, very good. Uh, and if you don't want to buy the physical copies, you can get the. You can go over to gocomics.com/peanuts where you can read all the strips for free. Yeah. But uh, with all that said and done, we will see you next week. So, uh, how, how do I close it out? It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from Parky. Something like that. Something like that. See you later. Cheerio. See you, Chief. Good grief. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us. Charles Schultz was a man with a vision. Drawing comic strips was his mission And Peanuts soon became a newspaper thing So hot, hotter than a chicken wing It's all about little kids and the hijinks We're gonna pull back the curtain and have a glimpse So grab a drink and some chocolate sprinkled donuts We're gonna talk about this strip called Peanuts Peanuts, get on the bus These are the nuts Peanuts for us Peanuts, get on the bus These are the nuts, the peanuts for us and us Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the peanuts, peanuts, peanuts for us.